Woody Mala, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to show number four. What's happening? How did we get this far? I know I say that every episode. I but think, here we are. I know, right? That's it's a it's a feeling. Every time we step into the studio, it's like, oh. wow, another episode. It's felt like ages, but it's gone like mm. in two seconds. Mm. Yes, it has. But anyway, as we like to start off the show, every time we do this podcast, because we're all about respect and giving back and acknowledging. I would just like to recognize this country as being the lands cared and taken of by the traditional owners. We'd like to acknowledge the Yagara and the Turrbal people in whose lands we are recording on. We pay respect to elders past, present and emerging. And we acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders as First Nation peoples of Australia. Sovereignty has never been ceded in this country. And we all know that. Whew. Yeah, thank you. Woody Muller. So, oh man, I need to take a moment for that one. <laughs> no, it's been it's been quite a week because we just had the um the big protest for justice for Walker and it's ooh, Oh yeah, that's it's a, been a time. That's a hard one to read in the news. I know. Um, not I'm not I don't know everything about it, but I just read what was there and I was just like, oh, Trash. I know. I know. Out of control. But yes, um, we got to take a moment to reflect on that and, and recognise who, who we have in this country and what we're fighting for. But anyway, um, let's move on with the show, shall we? So why don't you tell us how your October, November has been? Oh, I felt like, oh, I thought we were going to start with you because like, um, <laughs> it's been an intense couple of months. So obviously we bought show three out in late October. And we just wanted to give ourselves some time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we did a lot in October. Maybe I'll rattle off. But first off, I wanted to say um, we didn't give much of attention to our Afrobeats Festival, <laughs> which we would have liked to have. But I just wanted to say there was a lot of amazing people that we saw and a lot of amazing stalls and designs and, you know, little... Um, pop-ups that I never thought was around Brisbane actually in terms of the Afro lifestyle and Afrofuturism and designs and things like that. So we'll definitely be putting up our photos from the Afrobeats Festival. I'd also like to give it up to the people that attended. Mm. I mean it was well attended for for what I considered like I don't know what to expect going into it but it was well attended and everyone that attended was on point. I remember the dudes arriving I haven't seen people dressed like that in years. Just fancy, fancy kit and just ready to get loose, like dancing. As soon as that music, as soon as the sun went down, it was on. They and came ready everyone and was down for a party. Even that lady with the bright red hair. Oh, she was a beacon of hope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not hope, but light, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, everyone came to turn up and it just goes to show Brisbane is welcoming the Afro beats and the Afro uh, perspective and into Brisbane, yeah. which is cool. And also shows like what you can do. You don't just have, if, if you've got something to showcase, showcase it. And I think Brisbane's pretty ready and willing to get involved with. For sure, for, for with, sure. Yeah, just showcase your skills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. Um, so in terms of the events I've attended, let's let's just list them out. So I attended 
um, a Brisbane rap artist named Late One had a show out at Bloodhound Bar. It was almost oh, like is a... Is that that little spot along Brunswick? Yes. It is next door to the Pig and Whistle. Yeah, yeah. Good mm. little spot. <clears throat> it is. I never realized there was like a little crib up the top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just knew it for tacos, <laughs> to be honest. Um, don't eat the fish ones. Um, anyway, so this guy, Late One Music, had a cipher. And if you don't know what a cipher is, it's just where you have a bunch of um, upcoming hip-hop artists just wanting to do a freestyle or dropping any of their latest music. Um, so he had uh, a bunch of really cool people. I really wanted to go and see Ozzy Jarrell. Um, so he was out there representing and there was a, uh, uh, an MC from Melbourne who came up. He was fantastic. I'll give the full rundown on our Instagram um, and let you know who was there. It was pretty cool. Um, then with the whole political climate at the moment, there was the rebellion extinction. I went to the open mic night. Um, again, it was about people just sharing their thoughts and views through poetry, slam poetry, um, you know, music. And one takeaway I got from that was the band called the Jensen's Band. And I thought they were really, really cool. And I know that they're hitting up Yonder Festival that's happening uh, at the end of this month. So you should go and check out Jensen's Band. Um, I also did the Brisbane International Film Festival, as recommended by Jared. Yeah. Yes. I went and saw a silent film called Akalita. (laughs) Snaps. Um, Queen of Mars. Wow. It just made me think that I know nothing about um, (laughs) some parts of history. But anyway. Did you use a little recommendation, like Finder app on their website? Or did you just be like, oh, I want to see that? Yeah, I was almost. I was like, yeah, I want to see that. Oh, okay. <laughs> bwah, bwah. Well, no, I did do the whole. Oh, okay, let's let's pick this, let's pick that, and then I saw. Them. Oh yeah. It's like now nah, pass. This is too much. <laughs> I too knew much. what Here I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go with the silent film, whatever. And then uh, what else did I do? Oh, um, I'm so glad Brisbane is investing more into the LGBTQI community, especially when it comes to drag balls. I'm so jealous that Sydney has them and Melbourne has them. But now Brisbane definitely has a new crew coming out called the Thick Shade Crew and they just did their launch at Famous Nightclub. And it was so amazing that people came out in support of it. There was a lot of people that came and they were there for the culture and there for the scene. Wait, wait. Before you carry on, sorry, I'm just jumping in here. Don't you want to just explain what? <clears throat> if you've watched RuPaul's Drag Race... yeah. You know drag culture. No, I'm not. I'm no, not, no, no, no. I'm yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. no, no. That, that, um, this is a pretense. I'm not that ignorant. No, no, no. <laughs> I, that's just a starting point. Yeah, so no, if okay. you know about RuPaul, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know drag culture. Yeah. But this time we have, they have like little um, groups and collectors, which they call houses, and they kind of verse each other through dance battles. Get out of town. Yeah. So, you know, you have these amazing, amazing acts. Actresses, I guess, um, you know, getting up and doing their dance numbers. And this Thick Shake crew, they're like a, 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 um, a hip-hop dance crew as well. So they were showing off their dance acts and doing their own personal um, dances as well. And then they even had like a little bit of a, a battle, which is great. Um, so, yeah, it, just, it, it was amazing that people came out to 
um, supported and, you know, really knew about what was happening <coughs> at Famous Nightclub that night for Thick Shake Crew. And I went to, oh, we both went to Deep Level. Um, maybe Jared can talk more about that one, but we saw some really cool acts. And then I was invited by a really cool judge that I know. Shout out to Judge Justice, Philippides, who invited Wait, me. Judge Justice. Yeah. And oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yes, "Wait, please. what?" <laughs> Judge Justice. Yes. Giving you justice. If she had her own TV show, man, she oh. she'd blow Judge Judy out of the park. Judge Judy who? Judge yeah. Justice. That's Judge, where it's at. She doesn't even need a tagline. She's just justice. <laughs> Straight up. Like an 80s sitcom. <laughs> I can even hear the theme tune. <laughs> dun, 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 Judge I'll Justice. <laughs> Wait, are we ready for what? To get locked up? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, no, no. <clears throat> yeah, so shout out to Judge Justice for bringing him along to this amazing opera called Umarella, A War Requiem for Peace. Now, what's amazing about it was that it was headed by UQ Um symphony orchestra and the chorale and it was also they also had the dangala children's choir and the voices of birley the dangala children's choir is a group that's made up of between eight and 12 year olds um down in shepparton i think or down in victoria way and it's about encouraging um you know young aboriginal Islander kids in that community to who want to be in the um arts industry. So they have this choir that they go around and um, sing with. The really cool part about this uh, opera was that it was sung in the Gandijama dialect, uh, which is the language from down south in Victoria. And, you know, when you think about operas, you usually think about what it's sung in like Italian or French or Spanish or something. But when it's a, it's a opera written by uh, Deborah Cheatham, who is a Yoda Yoda woman from Victoria, I don't really feel like you hear a lot of Aboriginal operas, which is cool that it's happening. And then to be sung in language is even amazing again, and to have a choir that's from the from Victoria, from the place where this opera is about, and it is about a war that happened, and I think most people you know hear about frontier wars and things like that, but this is specific to what happened in Victoria. So if you don't know about it, I encourage you to go and Google. They're actually doing their second performance over in Western Australia. So I encourage you to go and check out Umarella. That's E-U-M-E-R-A-L-L-A. A A Walk Requiem for Peace. So that was really cool. That sounds amazing. Mm. I was blown away by it. Just It was so passionate. It was... Anyway, moving on. Um, the next night, I actually got to go to another performance at QPAC, and that was for Intimate Bach. Oh wow, you're getting you're getting around the traditional. <laughs> yeah, like, it was it was. That's like definitely different. Like yeah. I'm not um, adverse, well adverse in the classical scene. Um, at best, I did play like a Tchaikovsky. Obviously, everyone knows oh. Tchaikovsky is for one <laughs> leg, <laughs> but that's as bad. Oh, I don't much. know much, but oh, you know, an occasional Tchaikovsky. Yeah, Everyone cool. knows Tchaikovsky for Swan's <laughs> leg. Like, 
No, I'm kidding. Not everyone knows that. I'm just being bougie. Um, (laughs) Word of the week. Bougie. (laughs) Bourgeois. Bougie is a slang. (laughs) No, but um, yeah, no, I got to see Intimate Bark and um, I was with a a bunch of lawyers. And when I was talking to one of them, Mm -mm. I was... No, what? No, No, we need to stop. Press stop. Lawyers... And judges named Justice. <laughs> what is going on? Just getting around the right people. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, of course not. Like, yeah, Judge yeah, yeah. Justice has this little creative <laughs> art circle, and she invited me along. And Oh, so it was. Mm. Oh, okay, cool. Mm. Sorry, I'm just jumping on. No, no, no. Sorry, I should have explained myself. <laughs> no, um, she has this creative art circle, and she asked if I wanted to come along to it. Oh, and I nice. thought, oh, that's really cool. I don't know anything about Buck. So I was talking to this guy, and I was like, you know, do you know anything about Buck? And he's like, yes, I used to play violin for at least oh. 10, 15 years. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, can you explain? And he's like, yeah, sure. And I love those kind of people that are willing to teach others and not be so snobby about it. Yep, well, I agree. Snobby's not a great term, but... I'm, Bougie. Yeah, <laughs> and they don't really want to tell you anything. And it was really great. He's like, you know, at the at the last, um, in the last piece, you'll hear like he transition into the new era, era, and like this the da 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 da. And he's like, listen out for these notes. And I was like, oh wow, cool. Anyway, so I thought that was really cool. And then what else have I been to? Um, I went to an art exhibition at TW Fine Art. That was an art opening called Subliminal. Uh, that was very impressionist abstract art. It was great. <laughs> it was by, I think it was Fran O'Neill. Where about is that? Actually, no, like, you know what? It is not Fran O'Neill. Where is TW Fine Art? TW Fine Art has moved over to um, behind the gas works. Oh, yeah. And it is a nice part of town now. They're like reworking that entire that whole area. That Newstead, like that way. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oof. Is this still, you know what? No. Newstead has always been upper class kind of fancy. Have you been that way? Have you? Yeah, yeah. I, when I first arrived, I did some work out that way. And we recently drove through there. I can't say exactly why, but we drove through and there's buildings that have just popped up. I, I just feel like the whole city's under construction with new, new apartment blocks. And there were at least two or three that definitely weren't there two years ago and uh there's a whole green a green space like on the other side of the gas works which is really beautiful and which is what i saw and i was like oh this is different (laughs) am i still in newstead like (laughs) i don't know but anyway i was correct it was fran o'neill oh yeah yes i don't like being wrong um fran o'neill's subliminal and i implore you to go check that out as well it is some really trippy art and we we have the uh piece of paper showing us you know the information on the different art pieces and their names and everything and honestly i could not afford that it's like upwards of fifteen thousand, and i'm like you know what I'm happy to be invited, but sorry, Fran. <laughs> Where's the free wine? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I was like, I'll just have sparkling water. And then to end it all off, I went to the launch of Afro Soiree at Sub Rosa. Whoa. Um, first of all, who goes out on a Thursday night? Who goes out on a Thursday night to get lit and get ready for Friday? I don't know many people. But 
There was a lot that showed up that night. They were ready and raring just to have a good time. And there's not a lot of places where people are just like, let's just dance. And it's not about like the drinking culture or anything. It's just about dancing and networking. And I just thought it was an amazing vibe. I hadn't been to Sub Rosa before, but you know, if you are ever out and about and you just want to hang out at a really cool venue that's popping, I would recommend Sub Rosa. Is that in the valley? Yeah, it is in the valley. It is at the top end of Brunswick Street, mm-hmm. um, next door to Netherworld. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. And across from the most bougiest looking hotel I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. But anyway, that, that sums up what I've been up to in October and November. Nice. Mm, I feel like a rant. But anyway, go on. Jared, (laughs) how you been? Yeah, good. What'd you get up to? Well, like you mentioned, I think I'll start off with deep level. And I feel, sorry if I get it wrong, but Dos Dos, the event organizer, what a champ. Shout out to him and thank you so much for inviting us along. It was, it's held at the Flaming Galar. Um at along Roma Street. Upper Roma Street. Upper yeah. Roma Street, 350 Upper Roma Street. Oh, look at you, mm. 350 Upper Roma. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> so uh, to be honest, I don't know what to expect. Um, but yeah, it was, it's an intimate kind of venue. It's not this massive sprawling space. But um, yeah, he puts on a good show. He, he put together three or four really awesome acts. Unfortunately, the one, the one act um didn't make it through but yeah three three awesome acts just oh, i was lucky enough to have a chat with him and he he's he's on the right vibe he's just uplifting local artists and i really enjoy the i don't want to say raw because that sounds like negative but it's just that guys getting up and doing something and just putting their best foot forward and producing some sick sick beats hip-hop for days uh there's one or two guys that I've got on my list, Death Co. <laughs> yeah, um, that we we got out of that, and it was a great night. Uh, unfortunately, there was we had a few events on that night, so we're in and out. But oh man, I really enjoyed it. And hold on for the gig guide because I've got them. They've got one, I think, one more event for the year. Mm. And uh, just get out there. It's, it's just people coming to have a good time, and. Uh, yeah, that was great. That was uh, end of October. We got out there and uh, that was awesome. Um, and then obviously we can't go on without mentioning the Rugby World Cup because obviously... I think we can. <laughs> I'm kidding. Go. <laughs> Sorry. Just shout out to the Springboks for winning. <laughs> uh, that's been a big part of my last two months because I'm a pretty avid rugby supporter. Mm-hmm. So that's... Uh, that took up a lot of Saturday arvos, a few beers with the, a few people around getting loose at the apartment. But uh, I was very uh, excited about that. And now it's done. Some 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 part of me is a bit missing, you know. Like it was a good a good two months of rugby, so I really enjoyed that. And then we are infiltrating. Uh, we've got more family that have just moved over. Infiltrating. I yeah. like your use of word. Infiltrated. <laughs> we had some family move over, my cousin, her husband, and her son. And uh, so we back to touristy vibes on the city cat. Get out of here. City um, cat for days. One of the most noticeable things of that was just uh, I drove them up. They're living in uh, Harvey Bay. And I just got 
I've only been up there once or twice and you just realise how beautiful that uh, northern, northern... You are so funny because you were talking trash about Harvey Bay, I swear. I was never talking trash about Harvey Bay. I swear to G, you were Bay. talking trash about Harvey Bay. But anyway, go on. Maybe I was story. talking like it's very remote about just arriving in Australia and then mm, cruising to the bushes. But you are no, so diplomatic right now. Uh, I, I but dispute anyway, sorry, this go on. fake news. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, just it was absolutely – I got I drove them up and drove back in one day. It was absolutely beautiful up that way. And uh, shout out to everyone that's going through the fires at the moment. Hold in yes. tights and take it easy. Just be careful um, because, yeah, that whole stretch along there through Gympie – even just up north of uh, Harvey Bay, there's been fires. So shout out to you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. And shout out to the fireys for all the hard work that they've been putting in. Um, oh, then another bougie, I don't know, something that maybe Jamila might not uh, be all about. Uh, beers along the river on a Saturday Arvo um, out at Felons Brewery under the bridge. They have a few good musicians come through. And it's a good pre-drinks on a Saturday Arvo. So we went and got got amongst that. Um, it was, yeah, it was a good. It's uh, that, I don't know, that river still gets me. Just being able to sit in the park, I still just appreciate all the small things that people might not appreciate. But yeah, I love it. Just on the grass, cold beers, some tunes in the background. Get out of here. You can't get better than that. Um, what is this, like a promo for Getaway? No, I'm kidding. Go on. Sorry. Go <laughs> getaway? On. Oh, no. Okay, you okay. wouldn't have seen that show. Oh, Never awkward. mind. Anyway, keep, keep going. Sorry. <laughs> um, then there's a couple things that, uh, I don't know, I take my opportunities where they come to, to get out and see things. So um, music in the city. like So on Saturdays, I don't know if it's every Saturday, excuse me for being ignorant, but yeah, just walking through the city, there's some absolutely amazing musical talents that play. Um, And I've been on a few weekends, just go for a walk into the city and I just end up spending an hour or 45 minutes just sitting and listening. And I'm really sorry. There was a, this lady sang absolutely beautifully and I took a photo of it and I followed her on her Instagram but she was on a private account and I don't think she's accepted our follow. Um, and I can't remember her name, but she sang absolutely beautifully. And there's been about two or three artists that I've just sat randomly like a fool on my own, just sitting and listening to just acoustic music. One of them that I saw <clears throat> was, I've got it here, Scarlet Gunner it was a duo, uh, Lady and a guy. And they're on our Instagram. I took a few photos of them. They were in Fish Lane the one day. And it was just a walk home from work. And I just spent half an hour standing, watching, appreciating local music. So <clears throat> if you guys are down, just go give them a follow. Give them a listen. Um, they're really cool. And then, again, just a few more things that I've seen or have had the opportunity or the privilege of seeing on the way home because um, I'm through Fish Lane and that precinct quite a lot. And um, there was a, a mural that went up just opposite the pub Sac- Sacramides along Fish Lane by... SCB, yeah. Yeah, SCB, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, by an artist called Miss Safar. I think that's how, how you How do you spell it? S-A-F-F-A-A. Mm. 
it was her in collab with a whole bunch of other artists. Um, it was, I, I, I missed, she had like a, not a, not a signing or anything, but there was an opportunity to meet her, but I missed out on that um, to ask her questions. So, I mean, what I could find from my research is just, and what you can see on the wall, it's a mural um, in support of the Saudi activists and it's like strong female characters uh, really beautifully done. So yeah, that I just, again, that was another one. You just have to stop, get involved, take some photos. Uh, it's really beautiful. And then over the last week, I've progressively every day walked home and seen a wall go up opposite the Fox again in Fish Lane. Um, this time it was by Fusilier and check her out at Fusilier. It's a beautiful, like a dark black background with um, underwater features, like an octopus and jellyfish and stuff. Absolutely talented artists. Um, so I've been blessed too. I don't know, I always enjoy seeing the artwork go up as well as enjoying it once it's up, but it's something different to see someone work and see the, the passion and that that they put up on the wall. So... Um, yeah, go check out Fish Lane. Go check out those new pieces. Those are really cool. And then um, we chatted about her last episode, Cherie Buttons, really good artists doing good things in the tattoo scene. Maybe my wife listens to me sometimes. And uh, she has gone and got – her and her sister went and got tattoos. So I went to spend some time down in the tattoo studio down in uh, – How was Red that? Lens was Bay. that full of screaming? <coughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My sister-in-law, maybe. Um, oh, <laughs> no, it's it's super. I don't know. Like, I I fully understand why tattoo artists are just covered up with tattoos because it's uh you can't stay in that space and not get tattoos. Like, it just you just like yes, do a snake on my arm. No, um, so <laughs> do a snake. <laughs> it was. It's really cool. Cherie's Cherie's a really amazing person. Very like not very like welcoming. And it's not it, it's not that like space where you feel intimidated because sometimes those those types of like a tattoo studio and like a specialist niche club maybe you feel a bit in, intimidated going into a space like that. But she's super welcoming, um, and just yeah, it does amazing amazing line work. And she did a very delicate flower on the sister in law, and it came out beautifully. So. Yeah, that was that was really cool. Um, the other artists in there, I don't know the full list of guys, but it's called Harpoon and High Water. Go check them out, man. Where are they based? They just it's so it's a little private studio, so you can't even you can't walk in off the street. You have to oh. book book an appointment, um, and it's just in Red Redlands. Oh, okay. Just in the city, There's, they've mm. just got an upstairs studio. Beautiful pieces of art on the walls, and yeah, just a very like. Neat, tidy, clean, welcoming, really cool space. And <laughs> when the sister-in-law was getting her little flower, there was a lady next to her with a full back piece getting her arm done, another chap getting his whole leg done. So there was some serious, <laughs> oh, <laughs> serious. That's so adorable, like getting like this little. And she's like, oh, I just need to go piece. check and make sure it's all right. And these other guys are just getting these big pieces done. It was good. That's heavy, but also cool. So, yeah, that was my. October, November, pretty. It might not sound as heavy as yours because you just your schedule is up to the roof, 
But yeah. No, I must say when we went to that uh, deep level, that was like my most intense day ever. I feel like that's your that's your weekends though. No, that was absolutely just <laughs> unfortunate timing like it was one of my good girlfriend's birthdays and like I have met these new um new amazing amazing girls at um the opera so we were hanging out that day they invited me to an event and then we had the record show and I was just like how am I doing this is it first time you know those little hooks that you have in your car to hang up coat hangers (laughs) it is literally like the first time I've ever used those hooks ever since I got the car. I feel like you were a bit of her mommy from Harry Potter that had, didn't she have the oh, little... Oh, yes. <laughs> and I she wish. could be at like five places at once. That's mm. what I felt like you were that night. That is a good analogy. I like that. I wish I was like that. <laughs> but it wasn't. It was hectic. We had a great time. We had a good October, November. I think it was rad. And we're going strength to strength. <laughs> 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 like I must admit, going out on the Thursday to this Afro soiree, I was like, oh, I gotta, I'm not going to go too late i'll go home at like 10 o'clock i was home at 2 a.m in the morning (laughs) and i thought you know what i'm not gonna make it to work i did i was so surprised with myself but anyway that's what vitamins and a healthy diet does (laughs) (laughs) a loud alarm (laughs) no because if I have a loud alarm, I would have been at the airport very oh, yeah. early on several let's, occasions. Let's not talk about so the So let's airport. not talk about <laughs> alarms. But anyway, music. F5 That Playlist, Jared. Oh, yeah. Who yeah. have you been listening to? What's on your playlist for October, November? Well, this is a very hip-hop heavy playlist. Yeah. Just because I've been getting into some of the more local hip-hop. Shout out to DOS for getting us involved. Um, first up, uh, Deathco mentioned them earlier. They were at deep level event. Um, all of the guys will put them up on our on our uh, social media stuff. You can check it I out. I think and see. we're gonna have a collaborative playlist that we're gonna link up on our um, Spotify account, so yeah. you'll be able to find all the people that we're talking about. Yeah. So Deathco, they're on Spotify. Pretty easy to find. It's two guys. Just again, I. Maybe I get stuck on words when we do these podcasts, but like raw, uh, just edgy. Yeah, edgy. There we go. Thank you. Yes, they just um, doing something different. Uh, go check them out. I think at the moment they've got two or three songs up, but the one that I've just been jamming on repeat is called uh, Rico Fiend about that serpent lean. <laughs> Not sure what you're talking about, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just get on it. They're cool. I really enjoyed them. So they've been. They've been on repeat. And then from that, I just, I really enjoy that associated artists or similar artists or whatever that tab is on on Spotify because lately I've just been going down the Spotify, Spotify rabbit hole just getting new artists and I've really enjoyed Ape Man, his track Level Up. I just, he's born and bred Brisbane. Um, he is of mixed, excuse me if I get this word wrong, Bunjalung and Irish heritage. Um, he's very strong lyrically, uh, catchy beats, and just definitely another one local. Um, get on him. He's also on a track um, that I'll chat about next up with Dos Dos. Uh, just really cool, really rad music. Um, and then just... Just by the bar, just a little 
tidbit of information while I was looking up his bio. Um, I thought about where is Bunjalung country uh, and Bunjalung language are spoken in the areas northeast, northeastern corner of uh, New South Wales and the south eastern corner of Queensland and it stretches from Grafton on the Clarence River to the south to Logan River in the north and inland as far as the Great Dividing Range and it includes re- regions like Lismore, Casino, Byron Bay, Ballina, Coolangatta, Tweed Heads. So a little bit of knowledge because I'm still learning and when I find something I'm, I'm not across, go look it up. So there's a little bit, uh, a little bit of knowledge. Um, then next up, Dos Dos, obviously um, really stoked that we got to meet him. Really cool event. Um, and after we, we went to the event, uh, he just flicked us a message to say his new song's out. So um, I got onto it and that's definitely been one of my staples. I get, as much as I say, I put stuff on repeat, but this one has been one of those songs that I've just been like, again, it's not finished again. You know, like those songs where you, you have to start from the start even before you get to the end. So I've really enjoyed um, uh, his song, Supposed To. It's on it's on Spotify, uh, Apple Music. Just get on there. He's really good, doing really cool things with the hip-hop scene, so support him. We'll chat about his events coming up. Um, and then again, another of those associated artists, I don't know how I got on to the next chap, but it was through that. Uh, his name is Lazy J. And I was looking it up because I just listened to his music and not always, I don't always just go and see a person's bio, but his is pretty interesting. So he's come up through, I think it was X Factor in Australia. Mm. So I don't know if you've, you know about him. Um, and so he was coming up and he got stabbed in a like a fight outside of a club after he performed in the hot. So he was he was out of the mix for a bit. And so his first release after that was 2017 and he's just got a new song out. But the one that I've been listening to a lot is One to Want You. Um, but yeah, get on Spotify, check out his, his playlist. Really good. R&B, rap, Drake-ish. I don't like to box people up in like associated acts, but whatever. Like it sounds like yeah, sounds a, like as a, yeah as a reference. Um, really cool music. Um, I think he's out of Sydney, um, but yeah, really cool. And then the last last chap on my list is another guy. So I was just looking up, uh, chilling it, and there was some vibe, and someone had said something. Spanian man. Wait, were you reading the comments? You get oh, stuck in the comments. Yeah, oh, of course. I got <laughs> Isn't stuck. Isn't that pure entertainment? I got comments, then someone said someone, this and that, and then I got onto <laughs> Wait. I got onto a really cool it's a he's got a twenty minute long like mini doco about his Who? life, Spanian. Oh. And I got onto that and it's just like truthful and he seems like quite a hard chap, like in and out of jail. Rapping in jail, very aggressive style of rapping, very lyrically clever. Right. This is the, they're bringing more of a highlighting people that have, I don't want to, like you said, box people in, but people coming out of the prison system and you see a lot of rap artists. And I've heard about this Spanian guy because I was reading something on Vice 
But yeah, no, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no. So he's just like, he's pretty straightforward, down to earth. Like in that doco, he's just telling it how it is. And it comes through in his rap, pretty aggressive, straightforward, truthful. And it, I don't know, it was really good. Like uh, every now and again, you want a bit of aggressive rap. Well, you're going to gym, going to go play a game of rugby. You're going to go for a long run. So yeah, his track... Uh, the one that I was listening to a lot, um, Archons of Sin, it's got another chap on it called Jagada. And um, yeah, um, he's not on Spotify. Just go check him out on YouTube. Go watch that video. It's really cool. It's just 20 minutes. What's um, it called? Uh, just go, if you if you um, search Spanion um, on YouTube and just go to his page. It's one of the newer videos. Okay. So yeah, that's my hip hop list, and I didn't even use an international guy. It was just all local, and I'm stoked for that. And that's shout out to Deep Level because it's good to get in amongst the locals. That was a nice mix. I think I'm gonna Google that little YouTube thing. Yeah, yeah. When I got time. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna keep my list pretty short and succinct. First one is Chakra Effendi. I mentioned him before for Big Sound, but he just brought out a new album maybe a couple of, couple of weeks ago. Um, but his song, it was called Body by the Water. And he is a Brisbane-based artist. They're a Brisbane-based artist, sorry. Uh, genre is, I think he's been defined as lo-fi hop. Hip, no, I don't know if you say lo-fi hip-hop. No, just lo-fi pop. And I would kind of relate, I was trying to really think about who he sounds like and it's kind of hard. And what I got down to was a very watered down lo-fi version of Oasis. Oasis? Yeah. Hmm. So if you don't agree, I don't know, maybe listen. And the second artist is called Flaus, F-L-A-U-S-E. And her song is Unsaid. Again, she's a Brisbane-based artist. She's just up and coming. She's got a few songs out and a few covers. Um, you can find her on SoundCloud because that's where I basically find all my music these days. Again, her genre is very uh, lo-fi influenced again. Um, who she sounds like is subtle, subtle hints of Wafia and maybe Little Birdie. Um, the girl who sung Skinny Love. I think I'm getting that right. <laughs> and, but you know, she has a very delicate and soft voice and the, the beats that uh, mesh with her voice are very calm and soothing, kind of that R&B, but very lo-fi R&B. I'm making up genres now. Um, <laughs> and the third guy is called Baby Prince. <laughs> I don't know where I find these people sometimes. But his song, Thousands, which features Cree the Kid. And he is a Brisbane-based artist again. He is actually from Harare, Zimbabwe. Oh, get out of town. Yeah, he is. And he pretty much sounds like he has a a vibe towards Young Thug or Gunna. There's Atlanta hip-hop um, rap artists, if you know them. And the next person I've got, Oh, actually, a collective group is called Order 66. I actually got onto these guys um, from Johnny, who is the guy who runs Deft 88. And 
He was talking about, they did a write-up on these guys called Order 66. It's a four-piece collective um, made up of Apollo, Professor Paul, SAB and Melrose. And they just brought out a new song called Summertime. And I think it's a really, really cool tune. Like, it's it's coming into summer. You get a lot of big acts putting out songs about the season of summer, what yeah. that kind of means. Holiday music. Mm. Yeah. Um, so it's something to think about. It's a song to think about. It makes you think kind of thing. But it's also got that element of that, you know, groovy summertime love kind of vibe. I don't really know how to define these guys in terms <laughs> of, like, who they would sound like because they're all very unique um, rap artists and creatives. So go check them out. They're really, really cool. Again, they came out in 2017 with on a, with a song called Crocs with Socks and they put it out on YouTube and then <laughs> they just keep getting better and better with their writing. So I implore you to go check them out. And lastly is Jess Wah. She just brought out a new song called Hira and that is with, she's featuring, who's she featuring with? No, no, no. She's not featuring someone else. Uh, Tasha the Amazon. She's a Toronto-based um, artist, so she's pretty cool too. But um, I actually saw Jesswa the other day at um, the um, the protest I went to for Justice for Walker. She's a really, really down-to-earth, um, as most people are. But it was nice to just catch up and meet with her. I feel like you meet and you know, like you just got, you've got your wires connected into all of the the scene you're like oh yeah i know him oh yeah we, no. we chatted we chatted <laughs> we discussed a few ideas uh, we discussed really some cool. philosophical ideas yeah no no it's just chance moments really serendipitous um but yeah no she brought out a new song called Hila uh last month so go check her out she's brisbane based but she kind of um flips between brisbane and sydney again her genre is hip-hop um and you don't need to know who she sounds like because she sounds like her own kind of person. Oh, there it is. <laughs> so go check out these really, really awesome local, local artists and add them to your playlist. Refresh it. Yeah. Yeah. F5 that playlist. But again, you'll find them. We're going to do a, like a linked up collaborative um, little playlist on our Spotify's and we'll start blurting that out um, in our socials. But... Moving on from F5, that playlist, I wanted to have a bit of a chat about what Brisbane is doing now. Like, we've, we had Phoebe Paradise come on on the show yeah, um, for our show number three. And we were kind of talking about the, the changing collective of Brisbane in terms of, you know, what spaces are being provided or how are, you know, creative geniuses of Brisbane flourishing kind of thing. And uh, I was like, some people c- still consider Brisbane to be a small country town, <laughs> which is a good and bad thing. But I'm going to take it from the good part in which I will use the word that Phoebe said was oversaturation. When you think about oh, Melbourne. Yeah. When you think about the bigger cities. You're right. You think yeah. about Melbourne and you think Sydney, you're like, yeah, it's over, not in a bad way, but there is a lot to see. And there's a lot of like preset, everyone's set up. There's someone doing what you possibly could be doing like this. Correct, right? Yeah. So I think we in Brisbane are very lucky that we have, 
you know, a chance to be able to make mistakes and grow and learn before. I think that's very indicative of I was reading a newspaper article or I think it was a newspaper article listening to radio and there was just a chap commenting on the fact that Brisbane has the most live venues, the most venues out of Australia where other cities are closing down venues, Brisbane store opening them up um, and just shows how there's there's space for music and there's space for art and there's space and it's growing whereas maybe other cities have got to that capacity or not capacity but they've got to that point where they saturated with it's with funny it. you should say about the closing down of um, uh, venues and stuff because we were like 2018 we saw the shutdown of many different venues and now that we've got the Fortitude Music Hall I think it's showing that we do need these spaces yeah and I think, what was it, in 20, 2017 or 2018, this um, artist collective called Outer Space uh, have this agreement with Brisbane City Council because Brisbane City Council saw that we needed to have these spaces, especially for youth, um, to find spaces that they can express themselves in terms of their art. And so Outer Space at this agreement with Brisbane City Council and they have like this little warehouse type thing over here in West End in which it's just a pop-up for anyone that wants to have an exhibition, anyone that wants to, um, you know, have an open mic night or any kind of those things. It's available for all. And I think it comes back to when we went to the Bloom Festival where, again, it was an all-ages event because these days now it's, there's so many young kids that are coming oh. into the scene and it's like, how do you, how do they get into the scene when it's always 18 plus events yeah. kind of thing? And I think that was a really cool thing. It was the, the kids from the local um, music college coming in and expressing what they were bringing out. And I think that was really, really cool. Yeah, so, I think... Um, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Uh, it's, uh, I know when we were chatting about it earlier, just change. And I suppose it's hard for me just over a short period of time to see change but if we look at it like in a broader spectrum nowadays it's it's all kids under 18 that are making moves they're doing they they protesting about the environment they they're highlighting these important issues and they're making they're talented they're making music i mean that little uh, young chap out of sydney i can't remember his name we mentioned him about two two episodes ago on your f5 that playlist kid Leroy. yeah kid Leroy making beats making moves making music and i think these spaces allow for that to flourish rather than yeah i again i don't think under like under 18 kids getting forced into an over 18 environment is not the way it should be going it should be an open space which i think is what yeah, Brisbane which is, is, is is now moving into where yeah. we're giving it a space for people to grow and learn and be nurtured in before they move out into like the yeah. bigger places, if you want to go to Melbourne or if you want to go to Sydney or yeah. if, again, if you want to go experience the other parts of the world. Yeah. Um, but I just felt like, you know, Brisbane is definitely changing for the better. And I think social media is definitely driving that force as well because, you know, you, what, back in the day we had, what, MySpace, <laughs> for me anyway, when I say back in the day, it was MySpace or Bieber, whatever the hell that was. And, 
I'm talking about fashion now, um, and I think I'll, I'll link this back to festivals. So, like, you know, I've been going to festivals for quite a while. I'd say maybe 10 years prior. And I feel like fashion is definitely synonymous with the, the genre of music and the genre of the festival that you're attending. And it is a very good indicator as to the social and pop trends that are happening. So you have a, yeah, a scene maybe 10 years ago, it was MySpace. Not really much is happening. No one's really caring about that. Yeah. And then comes Facebook. Now you got people sharing, just before Instagram, you got people sharing photos and opinions and things like that, but it's now all over the world. Yeah, we were looking at TV, we were looking at Channel V, we were looking at Rage and that, but that wasn't really it. Social media played a big part in people saying, oh my God, look, whoa, they're wearing that? And when I say wearing that, I mean like they were wearing streetwear brands like Champion or Adidas, where we were still wearing Rip Curl and Billabong, yeah. you know what I mean? That was our Australian aesthetic. I remember walking into a Rebel store when I was a kid, and my cousin was like, yo, you, you, want, a new, um, you want a new jumper? And I was like, nah, I don't need any of this. And, I was like, and she's like, yo, you, you sure? You sure you don't want a new jumper? Like there's a new Champion, <laughs> it's a nice big yellow crew neck. And I was like, nah, I don't need that. And I remember it was $20 for a tramp champion crew neck. Do you know how, champ how much champion crew necks now? They're like more than 80 bucks. I was like, oh, I'm killing myself for the fact that I said no. Turned it down. I turned oh, it down. Man. I was like, but you know, I'm just saying the progression in fashion and the social trends of, you know, what people deem as something that we should be wearing. Yeah. And I think that can, that, that it quite perfectly into music as well with mm -hmm. i mean with facebook now you're putting up video you take a video of yourself put it on facebook and share it and youtube i mean some of the big artists straight out of youtube you know like mm -hmm. um big names <laughs> the beebs he was right discovered you know, by usher yeah, on and, youtube and i just think a lot of the local guys obviously with spotify it's nice to put out your music but I mean, I've seen so many artists that are start performing on the corner. Ed Sheeran, he mm -hmm. started busking. I know I'm talking about overseas artists, but there's so many local guys as well that I've seen. They just elude me now. But put up a song, put up a video of you playing on the corner, and it just takes off from there, you know? Example, like my little cousin put me on to T Tones and I, I think. Dance for me, dance for mm -hmm. me. Yeah, that yeah, song. yeah, yeah. She started off just busking in Byron Bay. So coming back to the whole fashion in festivals, I wanted to bring it to the fact that when I was out at Listen Out recently, in the change of aesthetics and the change of social trends, people are being in Brisbane are being more bold and brave and more authentic. I feel because no one's not wearing you know name brands when when i was going to festivals like stereosonic and future and everyone was just wearing like stussy no not that there's anything wrong with stussy or you know anything from city beach or you know any of those brands but now people are like you know i want to show my individual style i want to show people like you know this is what i like to wear this is yeah. my myself how i express and i was like wow and i saw this in melbourne when i went to lane work a few years ago and i was like damn you know, if they ever wore that in Brisbane, people would have been like, oh, really? You want to wear that? Like, you would have been ridiculed. And that, that's a weird kind of thing to say, but that's what it was, I think, maybe five or so years ago. 
And now it's whatever, man. Like you do you kind of thing. And I think that's really cool. I enjoy the local, the local first kind of approach and not in a negative way. I just supporting people like Phoebe who's, who makes amazing one of a kind or limited mm. stock of clothing. Like that's really cool. And expressing yourself, that's pretty. Yeah, right. You, you don't go out to a club and there's 30 other people with the same and Should I never I wanted to be that person. Like, I, never, I always thought, like, why do you want to wear the same shirt of, like, Dick and nah, Harry over yeah. the other side? Like, what, you want to be, like, twins? Yeah, that's why I've always tried to buy, even if I am buying name brand stuff, I, like, shoes specifically. I like to have strange shoes. Like, I don't want to be Jared does going, have some pretty cool <laughs> shoes. <laughs> I don't want to be going out and just looking like everyone else, I think. It's about showing. I don't think it's about looking like everybody else, but it's also about expressing who you are individually, right? Yeah, for sure. Like we're just using that as a an easy term. But you express yourself who you think you are, and there's someone expressing themselves Mm. exactly the same as you. You don't, you know, what I'm like. You just want something. But I feel like the problem is the reason why we have people looking the same is because of these big fast fashion houses. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Just pumping out the same. Right. Yep. So 100%. that definitely dictates what somebody's going to wear. Yeah. But it's no fault of their own. It's and I'm, I'm definitely, I think I was pretty inspired by Phoebe last time. Yeah. Got out the old acrylic paint, bought a pair of plain white shoes and just smashed some color on there. Just wait for the photo coming soon to the Instagram I account. literally cannot wait to uh, see these. Uh, they they in the works, but yeah, just Side note, Jared has a bad habit of doodling. I recently went out to site and he gave me like a map and on the back, usually I like to write notes myself. When I turned the back over, it was an A3 piece of paper, friend, and it was just full of random doodles and I was like, damn you, Jared, damn you. But no, he's pretty good at his art, so. Not really, no. Watch out for our logo. Oh, no pressure. No, but you know, from small things, big things grow. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, but anyway, so in terms of local independent artists, you know, we've got these big, not big, um, these small little collectives like Practice Studio, which is a group of, I think they are design students from QUT that put together a little pop-up and they're just about creating their own designs. Yeah. And we had the QUT Fashion Week happen last week. We had Off the Grid happen as well last week. And it just goes to show there are these independent emerging artists coming out of Brisbane that we need to be supporting. And I feel like a funny comment is that when I was going to an event, one of my friends said, I don't trust. She's like, if it's not on Facebook, I don't trust that the event is happening. So you, it's weird to think that how much social media plays in your trustworthiness or authentication of where you're going to go and if it's real or not. But every independent artist or creative that I've ever found has always been on social media. Yeah. So, you know. It's like the, the key that unlocks views and support and, and following. Mm. If, if you're putting up content that people enjoy, there mm. you go. So that's why I'm saying if you are, you know, one of those people that are like, no, I never want to be on social media, but you're also the person that's like, oh, I want to try new things and I want to see new things or support support local peoples. Social media is going to be your friend mm. and yeah. it needs to be your friend if you want to start supporting local people. And another thing, I know, I, I feel like maybe we, 
go to different events or we got different views on things. Um, but I know you're going to all these fancy niche fashion shows. You're out with Justice Lawyer Judge. Uh, and, okay. And doing, no, no, like bougie events and oh, stuff. Oh, okay, friend. But shout out to, I help them, the wife every weekend mm. with her little market, her own adventures. Um, and just some of the some of the stuff that comes through there, not all of it, uh, definitely not all of it's locally produced, but some of the clothes that come through those little markets are really, <clears throat> I think they, uh, it's, it's another avenue of getting into a market where it might not be a fashion type of, you know. And for, like an arts and crafts? No, well, it, it, it's, it's not like a, a fashion, you're going out to a club with it on or you're going out to an event. It's more <laughs> like activewear, just like Jade's clothes are, activewear that's locally produced, locally manufactured. She designs it, um, but not just her. There's guys that are selling really cool cotton casual wear and just really good locally produced clothes that, um, again, you, you're you not going to be running into 30 people wearing them. And it's just, it's another avenue where people, it might not be um, like, like I'm saying, like a niche party scene, but it's uh, it's quality clothes and quality like artistic flair. So <laughs> I like this niche party scene. No, but you know what I mean. Like it, it, it might not. Be, no, I understand. You know where I'm going. Like I'm not. I'm not saying that that's bad. I'm just saying it. It might not be in high fashion. Maybe that's the word. It's not like high fashion type of clothes. Jeez, I wish I went to high fashion. You know, my friend recently <laughs> did the. Um, interior like decoration for the brisbane runway fashion show i was like did you go to that no i didn't shout out to coco botanica for doing that little installation i think i saw that on instagram did you yeah oh yeah she does some pretty cool groovy stuff um but in terms of that high fashion stuff like the practice studio there was an incident that happened last week about a checkered dress that went oh yeah i saw that right yeah and that is a unique a unique dress, right? And the fact that someone liberated it from the store without paying for it and the, <laughs> the amount of outpour and support to find this dress. Do you know the outcome of that? Did they they find found it? the dress. They found the dress and they found the person and they came in to pay for it. So good it was them. a good, it good, was a good um, outcome at the end yeah. of the day. I, I, I was shocked when I saw that. Right. <laughs> one of a kind dress. You're not getting away. No, they even had a description. I was like, <laughs> you're definitely not going to get away with that now. But yeah, it's it's those little independent artists that, yeah, they may not be in high fashion, but they are definitely in that realm. Yeah. They've got the means, they've got the the design knowledge to be putting out these amazing different sets and collectives and collections. Yeah. So I think, yeah, you really got to be... Not in the know, but you really got to want to know what's happening out yeah, there. Yeah, you, you have to look for it and... Because we are, we're on the verge of having amazing people coming out and you just, you just need to know these people. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully you jump on before mm-hmm. they shoot off into... 
Well, you should because, you know, people were always in the 90s with the skate culture and they were like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's whack. And now everybody wants the skate culture. Everybody yeah. wants to. And I'm definitely a person. I'm always wearing a surf shirt just because that's my style. Yeah. Fair enough. But yeah, I just wanted to touch note on, you know, the changing cultures that we have here in Brisbane. And it's definitely a good place to be if you want to start something new because yeah. you definitely have the people here and a good network. Like there's these, there's, I met this girl, um, Sari. Her Instagram handle is Life of a Sari. And she's started up this little group with her friend and it's called Future Chums. And it's about the empowerment of emerging artists, photographers, musicians, designers. And I, th- I really think you should check it out. But it's, it's the fact that everybody kind of knows every way and everyone in some peculiar way. Yeah. So even if you, you are starting out, there's always people ready and waiting to help and support you in Brisbane, which yeah. is really cool. So, yeah. I find, I find people with the knowledge, like you were saying, your friend at the the at Bach, willing to tell you about mm. what's coming up, willing to share their knowledge. I find Brisbane very open to that, welcoming. Not like this is my little niche area. I'm not telling you anything about it, but like willing to say, yeah, this is the mistakes I made. This is where I was successful, right? And just share that. Mm. So yeah, I agree. Yes. Anyway, that was my that was my topic that I wanted to have a bit of a long chin wag with you. Thank you. That was good. <laughs> and talking about fashion, oh. I know I thought you were gonna have word of the day today. But I did, but I didn't want to tell you yet. I, well, I've got one. Ooh. And I, I don't know. I I think I learnt it from a a cartoon actually. Do you know what an aglet is? An aglet. I think that's how you produce uh, pr- produce it, pronounce it, aglet. Sounds like something tiny. It's got to do with fashion. But I know you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, what is it? The little plastic piece at the end of your shoelace. <gasps> An aglet. Yep, that's aglet. Wait, I'm gonna go uh, go um, inverse you. <laughs> do you know what a? Ooh, 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 ooh. I wrote it down and I thought it was kind of funny. Is it a nooble? A nooble. A nurdle. Do you a know what noodle. a nurdle is? Yes, of course. Is? Who doesn't know what a nurdle is? What is it? <laughs> I have absolutely no idea what the hell a nurdle um, mm. Any clues? I at least gave you fashion. No. Okay, <laughs> just no. You're not. You're not even <laughs> going to respond. Okay, cool. A noodle <sighs> sounds like a fast food snack. A po- a potato, a fried <laughs> potato of some nature. <laughs> it's not. It is actually the little blob of toothpaste you put on your toothbrush. Oh, shut up, <laughs> noodle. <laughs> right? It was a lawsuit between. I think it was Colgate to like you know how they have the triple wave action, <laughs> and there was a lawsuit to say you know <laughs> who actually gets to call it a triple wave action. Whose noodle like, has got triple wave action? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. So there you go. That's my random. Oh, word of the day. Did you have a word of the day? I ha- I had a. A a word that aglet, and I have a interesting fact of the day. But you go with your word of the day. Okay. Well, since we're coming into um, warmer, 
uh, climate, <laughs> I wanted to use the word estival. That's the US version. Or the British is estival, which is just the fact that they alternated between using E and A. Or the Australian word festival. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> um, it means pertaining to or occurring in summer. Festival. Mm hmm. And it's derived from the Latin word aestus, which is summer. So I just thought cool. it was a nice word to use for as we're coming into the warmer climates of summer. Oh, nice. Mm hmm. My interesting fact. Sure, go ahead. I'll hit you back with that. Yeah. Did you know? Ooh. Humans and giraffes have the same number of vertebra in their neck. You know what? I actually I do know, know damn that. Damn it. <laughs> damn it. You know what? No. Wow. That's interesting. <laughs> Thank you. I thought coming from Africa, I had to come with some interesting African facts. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. I did. No, I did, I, I did hear about that because I thought that is so weird considering they have such a long <laughs> neck. Like, how is that even possible? To be honest, anyone that knows me is going to be like, he always says that. <laughs> this is an interesting fact for any awkward moment. Wait, so you thought you could come onto the show and use a recycled fact? No, nah, not recycled. Just mm. just a well, well-versed no, ladies and gentlemen, that is called recycled <laughs> at its Reuse, finest. Reuse, <laughs> reduce, recycle. I don't want to swear on the show, but <clears throat> <laughs> give us the gig guide. <laughs> oh, that negativity <laughs> straight out the gate. So, I got places to be tonight, friend. Oh, wow. No, I'm kidding. I'm oh, sorry to be holding you up with the show like this. Gosh. I'm kidding. This is our last show. For the year. The year. Yeah, don't be ending. This is our last show. No, you know, yeah, there's like these um, dramatic pauses. <laughs> this is the last show of the year. <laughs> there we go. Sorry. Anyway, so I've guide. just got four, four things that I would like to highlight. First up, Good Things Festival. I know it's a big festival, but I just I'm looking forward to Bad Religion. Um, Skegs and Simple Plan. <laughs> Those are just a couple of the artists get onto their website. Um, it's 8 December at the showgrounds. Um, that's a big one that I'm looking forward to, just mainly the main is bad religion because I haven't had an opportunity to see them yet. Um, then, as we were talking about earlier, Deep Level. It's the Deep Level Presents Able To and Friends. Um, it's 28th of November. And doors open at eight. I think it's fifteen dollars at the door. Or pre-sale tickets. Get onto their website. Just Google Deep Level. You won't be sorry. Really good evening. Really good people. Mm, a lot of good energy. Yeah, exactly. Creative. Just get on at the bottom, and you'll enjoy it. Um, the next was an art, Jake Moss with feelings. It's running from now until the 12th of December and it's part of the Wonderland Festival uh, that's presented at the Brisbane Powerhouse. There's a whole bunch of things going down. Comedy, music, obviously art, shows. Um, get onto their website, check it out. I just, I saw the, the, uh, the, the write-up about the Jake Moss art exhibition and it jumped out at me so Check them out. Maybe if you want to, if that art's not your thing, there's music, as I say, music, comedy, 
everything happening. So jump onto that website. That's from now until 12 December. And then um, I saw something that was pretty interesting. Um, I saw it a, a little while ago. It's, it was called Spoken, Celebrating Queensland Languages um, and Free Thought. It's it's hosted at the um, State Library of Queensland. And it's it, it's a provoking exhibition about the survival and revival of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders' language, culture, um, pretty interesting. That's definitely something that I'm getting out to, to before the December break. Um, I think it runs from now until April next year. It was, I think that's that's the duration, but I might be wrong and rather get onto it sooner than later. That was something that I want to get onto. Expand your mind. Don't be ignorant. <laughs> that's That's the mantra. Be a tourist in your own city and don't be ignorant. So... Those are my four gigs. Slapping action after that. Get out of here. No, <laughs> we're all nice people here. Slapping action? Wait, what, were you slapping me? No, oh. I was like slap you in the face. Like, don't be ignorant. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Yo, it is so funny when you talk about hidings at work because people look at you as if like, oh. who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> it is so funny. <laughs> but it is, sorry, gig guy. <laughs> I do that on purpose. You do know? you? Yeah, really? of course. I, Lisa is just like, oh. what are you doing? <laughs> I would never do that too much. You pig. <laughs> um, so, yes, those are our, that my four, four gigs, things to look out for coming up. But, again, we're going to just ongoing sharing. We'll keep mm-hmm. everyone up to date. Obviously, there's, there's way more than that. <laughs> just Google it. There's millions of things going on. But those are the f- four things that jumped out that I really want to share. Um, I just want to share a quick thing. Um, one of my good friends, Mele, um, has an event coming up on the 29th of November with Pacifica Wave. Um, it's a movie premiere of Marks of Mana. So I really, really think you should go check it out. And there's going to be a performance by Red Belly. Um, so who's a part of Fern Collective? So they're doing a big call out for artists and creatives. So go check out Red Belly's Instagram for the details for that. Also, there is, oh gosh, I'm at an Afrobeats event on Saturday, so you probably won't, doesn't matter that there's that, so tomorrow? many different Afro, yeah, so what many different that? Afro events happening, pardon. What, what event is that? What? <clears throat> Afro, it's another Afrobeats festival and it's at Stockies. So <laughs> random. But anyway, Stockies is going off. Let me get my calendar up. Oh, yes. The trusty calendar. Sounds of Afrobeats Festival Brisbane at the Stockies. And then there's also another event happening on the 8th of December at X Cargo, which is the one day sundays brisbane summer solstice so there's going to be a lot of brisbane local brisbane acts happening um on that stage so like jesswa um iconic um demila is going to be djing a set there there's just going to be a lot of on nerve is going to be there from no one network so there's going to be a lot of uh local brisbane acts happening um international earth gang is coming on the 6th december which i will be attending what date 6th of december sweet 
Get out of yep. here. Um, Jeru Vandal from the Netherlands, a part of the Selection crew, is coming to Brisbane as well, who's also playing on the 22nd of November um, at the TBC Club before TBC finally shuts its doors at the mm-hmm. end of December. Right, just rewind. Did you just say 22nd of November? Yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he's going to be playing uh, at TBC Club. And I think that is all my church nights for. Sweet. The gigs. Again, Yonder Festival is happening. Um, and every other festival that's going to be hitting up Brisbane yeah. in the December round. All right. Woo! See, do you have anything? Yeah, I would just like to say thank you to everyone that's listened to us in 2019, got us started. Jesus, it's almost 20. And uh, we look forward to big, big moves in 2020. Oh my gosh, we have so many really, really (laughs) cool things. No, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that we've got some really, really groovy things that we want to manifest into actually being an actual thing. So, you know, um, keep supporting Stay yeah. listening. Hold on for the ride. Yeah, because we may be dropping some things that you want to be a part of. <laughs> Shout out to friends for that. Um, so, in the meantime, I've been Jamil. I've been Jared. And we are Neon Hotline Brisbane. Yo!